in my mother tongue bangla golpo is a curious word it means story a noun and it also means conversation the verb i have grown up to the wonderful sound of golpo stories and conversations that have shaped me to be the storyteller that i am today in this brand new season of golpo stories from around the world me your storyteller rituparna will continue to bring you stories that have picked me yes stories pick me they really ask me to tell them they poke punch provoke and push me to tell them but before they do all of that they speak to me lighting up my mind and my heart in ways that only a very special story can do and in this podcast i bring to you some of those special stories these are just some of my stories hand picked and tucked in my story bag so i can tell them to you when the time is right are these stories for children or adults well they are for anyone who has a heart beating for stories and i really hope that this podcast helps you discover that inside you play this on your way to work to put your child to sleep to create a moment together as a family to share an idea with your team find a dose of inspiration creativity or a fresh perspective perhaps let these stories be your companion when you want some quality time with yourself like i said you will hear a story today and i hope it stays with you and lights up your heart and mind like the way these stories do for me there once was a mountain tall sharp and erect next to him was a small hill with gently rolling slopes from where he was the mountain was always towering above the hill the mountain was proud of his height and his grandeur he looked down on the hill and boasted i am as high as a king look at how the snow falls on my head and makes a crown I am closest to the sky. The stars and the moon talk to me every day. I am closest to the sun. Every day the first rays fall on me. The small hill was bountiful in his own right. However, the mountain with all its bragging made it seem that he was missing out on something. And so the hill prayed every night hoping that one day he may taste the mighty life of being a high mountain some prayers do come true and so one fine day hill found himself the miracle of a day's wish of living the life as a big mountain right before the crack of dawn the hill began to grow inch by inch he grew taller and taller and taller first just as tall as the mountain and then crossing him to pull up higher than him the sun touched the hill speak first but that was enough for him the animals and the birds who call the hill home began to climb lower downhill a cloud laden with water surrounded the summit and showered heavily on the mountain top the hill now grown to a mountain was drenched and cold 
the icy cold wafts of air were too strong for the trees on the hilltop. They wavered and began tumbling down. With the trees sliding off the slopes of the hill, the earth gave way. There was a massive landslide that left a bare and craggy hillside. The once lush green hillside was an ugly sight now. No more a habitable place, the remaining birds and animals deserted the hill for good. The hill felt desolate, bare and lonely. He hadn't seen this side of mountain life. Or maybe the mountain had hidden this story about his life. The hill had had enough. He prayed again, asking for his earlier life, the life of a smaller hill. And so it happened. The next day, the sun's rays took its time to reach the top of the hill. The trees sprouted again, and soon the animals and the birds returned to their favourite home. And like it happens in stories, the hill lived happily ever after. story gets a second life on this podcast. In the last season, I had a Hindi version of this story from Sikkim. Sikkim is a hilly state in India. It is no surprise that this Bhutia folktale talks about the hills and mountains that make up their home. I love revisiting stories, especially folktales, that allow room for deeper reading or listening, introspection and conversation. Take this for example. When I first recorded this story, the pedagogical aspects of this one, especially in a geography classroom, stood out for me. As a child, I remember asking the question, how do I draw a hill any differently from a mountain? I don't quite remember the answer my art teacher gave me, but I do remember visiting Sikkim as a 10-year-old and seeing the Himalayas for the first time. From where we were staying on a hilltop, Kanchanjunga was clearly the mountain that told me how it is different. If you're a social studies teacher, this story will open up a beautiful exploration into landforms, especially hills and mountains. As I was translating the story into English, a new perspective emerged. Maybe, just maybe, the mountain was not boasting. He was misplaced in his ideas of what small hills seek. Maybe he thought it's natural to seek icy peaks and towering heights. He was pushing a narrative that was making the hill feel the overbearing FOMO or fear of missing out. Or maybe, who knows, he was lonely and desolate too. And so he wanted company. And he thought if he altered the narrative, the hill would succumb. Unlike the hill, the mountain had no chance of retracting his greatness and becoming small again. And this was his attempt to attract a neighbour, a fellow sufferer in his journey towards greatness. If you are a seasoned listener of my podcast, I want to urge you to use these stories liberally. Feel free to retell the narrative. Add shades of perspectives and experiences to the characters in these stories. Folk tales are constantly being reshaped by storytellers, so feel free to retell these stories with perspectives you want to present before your audience. Remember, a good story is one 
that always allows your audience to think, talk or take action. Every week, I bring to you hand-picked stories from my story bag so that you can tell it in your classroom, living room and boardroom to trigger conversations. All of my stories in this podcast are conversation starters. Go ahead and retell these stories in your classroom, in your living room and in your boardroom. Let me know what happens when you tell these stories. If you're a teacher who's looking to tell stories in the classroom and use story pedagogy or using stories from this podcast in your classroom to teach concepts, look up our websites and our special workshops, Spark Classrooms, The Storied Way. We're working on lesson plans with these stories and very soon you will have a resource that you can download and use. So go ahead and look up our website. And if you want to use these stories at the workplace, in your boardroom, uh, in an organization, if you're a leader or a manager looking to retell these stories to trigger conversations or have meaningful dialogue with your team, with your organization, or maybe even your client, go ahead and ask me how. I would love to help you fit these stories into the conversations that you will have with your stakeholders so that you can have a better and meaningful conversation. Go ahead and contact me right away. And if you have some feedback for this podcast, which I hope you do, write to me at golpo at yourstorybag.com. Thank you for listening. Golpo Stories from Around the World is a podcast of stories that spark conversations. You will find a bunch of traditional tales in here, retold and bridged with the world that we live in today. A story grows only when it is told. So go ahead and share these stories in the classroom, in the boardroom or in your living room. And come back to me and tell me what did everyone say. If you like my stories and want to support this podcast, then you may want to gift a story, a little contribution to make storytelling sustainable for you, me and others. To know more about my work, you can look up www.yourstorybag.com. I have a weekly newsletter. Follow the sound of my stories with the hashtag #storytellingwithrituparna. You can connect with me on social media. The links are in the show notes below. Until the next story, happy storytelling.